While Fuller House may be a family show, the Fullest House podcast is not. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to season three of the Fullest House podcast, where it's going to be the best summer ever in January, because that's when this episode's coming out, right? Uh, anyways, I'm Zach. I'm Mark. And I'm Harrison. And boy, have we got an episode for you guys the today. Season three starts out strong. It oh, really does. shit. You were the only one who remembered this, Mark. Yep. Yeah, Mark, I, Mark and I had gotten onto this word call a bit early this time. And Mark was uh, telling me, hey, are you ready for the musical number? And I did not know there was a musical number. I think I just blocked it out of my mind for whatever reason. <laughs> Harrison did too. And I shouldn't have. It was glorious. In case your subconscious has completely rejected it again, guys, there is a musical number right at the opening of this episode. There is so much to unpack here. Oh, yeah. So we start out, Max is... uh, Is everybody auto-tuned? Is everyone auto-tuned or is it just Max? I can't tell. um, the, the, The two best singers in the song are... um. Are Fernando and Jimmy? Oh yeah, we'll, we'll get. But we'll I get know, there. Later. No, no, no. I know we'll get there. I'm just saying they're the two where I'm like maybe they weren't auto tuned because they just sounded great. Yeah, Juan Pablo de Pache has a musical background. He's I I don't I bet they wouldn't auto tune him. Wouldn't auto tune our boy, but yeah, pretty much everybody else is auto tuned. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, and there's there's so much there's cosplay. All Warner Brothers characters. Um, yeah. There, there <laughs> is, there is dancing. There are Hawaiian shirts. Okay, so it starts off. Max wakes up and starts singing, and then Jay Money and Ramona come in. They do a little dance. They come downstairs. More people join it. It's just like more, more and more people start gradually more, coming into the musical number. Yes. Well, let's let's. I I have notes. I take notes okay. for these reasons. Yes. Um. And by the way. Uh, they didn't quite get to half a page, but they. my notes about this song in particular started to border on half of a page. Yeah. There was a lot to take in with that musical number. Yeah, they're not super comprehensive, but there's a lot to take in. Oh my God, yeah. Um, first off, we want to acknowledge written by Jesse Frederick and Bennett Salve, who wrote the theme least. song. We We believe, we believe wrote wrote the theme songs for Perfect Strangers, Family Matters, and a little show you might know called Full House. Woo! Speaking of Full House, actually, this is actually a good segment to bring up our first IMDb trivia. That's right, the segment that's sometimes here and is back now. Because, guys, <laughs> this episode with this musical number is a celebration, not only of season three of Full House, but a celebration because this episode aired exactly 30 years to the day that the pilot of Full House was aired, according to IMDb. Wow. wow. Huh. Who would have thought? Okay, cool. Congrats. 30 years. Congrats. I do want to acknowledge, um, not like in a critical way, but just to like put it out there to alleviate any tension. Not everything we do multiple times has to be a segment. We can just do things sometimes. Everything is a segment, Mark. I'm not criticizing the use of the word segment. I just want to take that pressure off of you. 
Okay, have, it's, you know, it's, it's fine. It's, okay. it's our it's our recurring segment, IMDb trivia. I just wanted to say that if you felt like it had to be a segment, or that we There'll were shoehorned, be another one later, but it, I'm a, it comes up naturally. I not even that we had to do it, but just that we had to call it a segment. I'm just saying we don't have to call it a segment <laughs> if we don't want to. Guys, uh, this is our newest segment talking about our segments. Um, yes, <laughs> this is our newest segment behind the scenes with Fullest Towns. <laughs> Behind the scenes with the good time boys. Yeah. We talk about the making of the podcast during the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I'm wearing a sweater. Whoa. That's a very nice sweater, Mark. I like Thank that you. sweater. Thank it's you. Very... I I um I decided to wear it today because it's comfy. Yeah. It does seem like a very comfy sweater. It's a comfy sweater. It's it's real chunky. It's like a fisherman's sweater, right? It's a, it's a very yeah. comfy sweater. i you know, Mark's wearing a good outfit for the podcast today. And similar to in the musical number, some characters are wearing very good outfits for this musical yes. number. Well, I, I, I did you want like that, to, you like that transition. I, I like the transition. That's maybe the biggest thing. There are some things that just, I was struggling to write down about the song as it was happening. Yeah. We kept pausing the song. It took us, it took us like five minutes to get through the first two yeah. minutes of this episode. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And <laughs> because, when J Money enters, he just he slides in. Oh yeah, <laughs> which was a real strong oh, yeah. move, <laughs> a real strong entrance for the season. Um, the song is called and about being the best summer ever. It's about it's best summer ever. We follow Max from his bedroom to the kitchen. Then there's a jump cut, and they're in the backyard, and Max throws confetti, and the baby and the dog are wearing sunglasses, and it's oh crazy, and it gets even crazier because we were going like, where's Fernando? And then Fernando comes in, and he's wearing a full costume with a mask and everything. It's like a, is it a matador outfit? It's like a matador mixed with a superhero. Yeah, sort yeah. Of, yeah, sort of that, like a matador mixed with a superhero, and then another, and we, and I was like, okay, I guess it's just this heightened thing. But then another superhero pops in. This one trademarked. Jimmy Gibbler comes in as Superman. <laughs> Matt jumps in as Batman, and you'd think, okay, Superman, Batman, matador superhero. I got the pattern. <laughs> Steve shows up dressed as Bugs Bunny. <laughs> And I don't know what's happening. Other than Fernando and maybe he's some obscure character we don't know. These are all Warner Brothers characters. I asked the question, who owns Fuller House? I think Full House aired on ABC, which at least now is owned by Disney. Yes, Harrison checked. Warner Brothers. Good thing, Harrison. Glad you confirmed it. These are all Warner Brothers characters. I am go my mind is melting. Is the vibe you should be getting. Because I can't. This is so why, strange. Why? And then we kind of find out, which is that this entire sequence is a dream. Is a dream, of course. So Matt, wait, wait, actually, no, wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. Max has sees all the people in his life, his family members, Kimmy Gibbler, Aunt Stephanie, etc., as like themselves. But all the adult men in his life are trademarked characters. Are trademarked characters. I was about except to say for his superhero. Nemesis Fernando. Except for his nemesis Fernando. I also was about to say are all superheroes except for Steve. <laughs> <laughs> 
Maybe it's how he sees them. Like, he sees Fernando as, like, a Latin American stereotype because it's, like, the Day of the Dead yeah. skeleton with the matador outfit. And then he sees Matt as Batman because he's, like, good-looking or whatever. And then, like... He's he's a doctor. He's smart. He's capable. Uh, Jimmy Gibbler is too pure for this world, so he's Superman. <laughs> He's probably, like, out of the four, probably the one who could best pull off Superman. Yes. Although I'd love to see Juan Pablo de Pache as Superman. Juan Pablo de Pache as Superman yes. would be great, but I That'd feel like great. Fernando yeah. as a character... Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, I feel like Jimmy as a character screams Superman more than Fernando to me. Which Warner Brothers character would you dress Jimmy up as? Ooh... Ooh. I need to like look up Warner Brothers characters. I don't have enough knowledge. Maybe on like, this. I want to say the Roadrunner. No, oh, wait. Wait, I have two questions. I have two, or I have two things. One, I love your thing of the Roadrunner, Harrison. But also, <laughs> I want to see Fernando as Wiley Coyote. Yes! <laughs> yes! 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 Yeah, but then Max has to be the Roadrunner. Then Max has Max to be the Roadrunner. Max has to be the yeah. Roadrunner. 100 per fucking cent. Yeah. That's exactly how their dynamic is in the show, yep. is that Max is the Roadrunner, Fernando is Wiley Coyote. And two, when you said Porky Pig, would Fernando as Porky Pig just be Fernando in a bow tie and a jacket well, and no other clothes? Jimmy is Porky Pig. Oh, Jimmy is Porky Pig. I thought you said Fernando. No, I thought it was for, I thought we were talking about Jimmy. No, we were talking about... Uh, I was... Because oh. Jimmy is Superman... So I was asking what character would Fernando be? I thought I heard be? you say Jimmy. It must have been my mistake. <laughs> no, but I think we've settled on Wiley Coyote. Yes, yes Wiley Coyote for sure. Um, <laughs> Wiley Coyote. I know. I think last week we said John Arbuckle was the saddest boy of all, but Wiley Coyote is also one of the prototypical sad boys. Which is, you know, shameless plug for our uh, shameless plug for our Garfield episode that we filmed in between season two and season three. Yes, you should watch that because we go. Fucking insane. Yeah. Listen to it. We wa- we watched the Garfield show. It was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we should move on in a second, but Tyler says Fernando is Pepe Le Pew, and Tyler, as always, is correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's objectively I feel, right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's also right. It's just Spanish. Pepe Le Pew. Yep. <laughs> Instead of French, he's Spanish. Yeah. Okay, we are 10 minutes into this recording, and we are finally done talking about the first two minutes of the episode. Oh, good boy. job, guys. We're, on, we're, we're off to a good start. But, like, to be fair, a lot happens in this episode, especially within those first two minutes. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. the first two minutes are a lot to take in. Yeah. I mean, I also want to bring up afterwards, it's revealed that it's a dream sequence. It's Max's dream. We, we did bring that up. Tr- oh, sorry. Okay, well, <laughs> I also wanted to bring up afterwards, he tries to start it in real life mm-hmm. multiple times. He just starts singing the song and yep. nobody else is on board. Nope. He, like, starts singing it. J-Money walks in and he's like, why are you singing? I'm I'm not singing with you. <laughs> You know, it really fucking sucks because every time I try to get a big musical number started, nobody joins in. Don't you just hate it when that happens? I hate it when I try it in the in the cafeteria, at school, in exactly. the, in the I insane mean, look, asylum. We entered high school <laughs> thinking it was going to be like high school musical, and we found out that it's not. You know, we, <laughs> the three of us together all started jumping on tables and singing songs during lunchtime repeatedly, and we just, you know... Nobody joined in. Everyone was like, who the fuck are these people? 
And we kept getting sent down to the principal for causing a public disturbance. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that means. And now uh, we have a podcast. <laughs> and, yeah, and now we have a podcast and we're not allowed within 100 feet of the school. I was 100% going to say, before you jumped into the high school musical bit, when Harrison was just listing places, I was 100% going to say, oh, when you're in the gym and you just got to keep your head in the game. Uh. <laughs> So what else happens this episode? So, so DJ, much. Where do we even begin? DJ is sending Jackson, J Money. I almost said a false name. J Money to <laughs> summer <profit>. school. <laughs> to summer school because of the debacle of the previous episode with his bad grades. Right, it's um, carrying over. Yeah, it was just interesting. I didn't think they would actually follow up on that. Does it say anything about me or about J Money that when they were like, J Money's in... Uh, in summer school, I mean, it was like, yeah, of course. Yeah, no, I was, I was the same way. I was the same way. I didn't know there was a thing about his grades. Yeah, without even remembering the thing. I about didn't even his remember grades. that. I yeah. was like, oh yeah, of course. of course, of course. But side note to the fact that DJ is sending J Money to summer school. J Money doesn't know that DJ is sending him to summer school. No, J Money has evolved. She's she's trying her best to you know make sure he doesn't hate her. Uh, by giving uh, an extra special lunch consisting of, you know, a steak sandwich, an entire fucking pie, and uh, an iTunes gift card, which I don't know how he's going to eat that, but... <laughs> uh, you got to work real hard. They're chewy. <laughs> yeah. Do you speak... Have you eaten an iTunes gift card before, Mark? Um, I've eaten a few Amazon, like, givebacks. I assume it's the same. I don't know. You can't assume. I mean, it's like, you know, it's like... It's like saying, oh, I've had a Hershey bar, but I don't know. Like, it's It probably tastes the same as like a Snickers. No, they don't. They're different brands. My favorite are personally the Outback Steakhouse uh, gift cards that I grill. You know, I just, you know, put them on the grill. It, it yeah. really makes it a lot more palatable. It's really mm, good. Yeah, I, it's, you do, they get, you put it on the grill, it gets all melty. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's like, it makes it. It's it's hard because you got to be like, do I want to have an easier time chewing it? But it's also really, really hot. Mm, tastes like low prices. There's a lot of flavor inherently in the gift card. So you don't want to overcook it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you don't need people think you have to have like this fancy rub for your gift card and everything. <laughs> I Sometimes when we get into a bit, I check my phone to see if Tyler has told us to move on. So anyway, uh, Jackson uh, is eating we, his well, I mean, gift Jamie card. not going to know that he's in summer school. Speaking of him going to summer school. <laughs> uh, that's what happens in the episode. Let's talk about the episode. <laughs> back on track, Zach. That's what they call you. That's right. I, you guys can't see that, but I just did finger guns at two of them yep. through our Discord call. I just want you guys to know that. You can't see it, but I think it's important that you know. We have um, all always been very cool. <laughs> <laughs> right on. So J-Money, or rather, the evolved form of J-Money, Chillaxon Jackson, does not know that he's going that's to That's what he wants school. to be, but that's not who he is. And they... he. He comes down with his sibling and surrogate sibling shouting, No school! No school! Oh yeah, no school! It's the best summer ever. <laughs> best summer ever. It was only at this... Musical bits. Musical bits. Um, musical bits. It was only at this moment that I realized that Jay Money did not know he was going to summer school. <laughs> want to say for someone whose defining character trait is mom 
TJ can be a real bad mom sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want my kid to hate me, so I'll save telling him that he's going to summer school for the very last minute. She, this is a <laughs> recurring theme with yep. DJ. Yeah, DJ uh, does not like confrontation. Yeah, I don't want to tell my kid that he's going to have to share a room with his brother. So I'm just going to make him share a room with his brother and not tell him and wait until the last minute. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? And then he runs away. <laughs> yep. But that was back when J Money was a bad boy. And now, now he's made the transition to full on sad, sad boy. boy. Yeah. Speaking of sad boys... Uh, Fernando comes in, and also Jimmy. Yeah. I, I forget the exact order. Um, I think Jimmy comes in first. Yeah. Uh, he has okay. short hair now, and I don't like it. Yeah, no, I it's feel not like, good. I feel like the Jimmy Gibbler character with the, the long hair really completes the look, in my opinion. It completes the look. He's still good. He's still my favorite boy. He's a very good boy. He's a very good boy. Why are there so many beautiful boys? <laughs> They are. <laughs> I'm secure in my masculinity. There are a lot of beautiful boys out there. <laughs> and to any beautiful boys out there tonight, this one's for you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, and to any beautiful boys out there tonight, call me. <laughs> Please. Uh, yeah, Jimmy has short hair. I very quickly forgot about the short hair, but I remember on the first watch, I was angry about the short hair for a while. Oh, I think while. we were all angry about the short hair. Yeah, yeah. I'm still... again, the long hair really completes the character. It's because on the first run-through, we just kept referring to him as Kelso after Ashton yeah. Kutcher's character from that 70s show who had long hair. <laughs> yeah, like no, the, no, that other Kelso. Yeah, the, the other one. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, no, the other one, um, <laughs> Luke Wilson's character on that 70s show, Casey Kelso. Oh, yeah, of course. It's these moments when I make references like that and I'm like, oh, I know more about that 70s show than my my co-hosts do. <laughs> yeah, smile and nod. We're, we're just like, smile yep, and nod. I totally yep, get that uh -huh. one. Yeah, uh -huh. I saw yeah. some Please episodes of that show. Maybe one of them had Casey. Uh -huh. <laughs> Very interesting. Donna dates him after she and Eric break up. Spoilers. Oh, God. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's Kelso's older brother. Um... But Jimmy does a number of very amusing head tilts, accusing head tilts towards DJ because someone keeps calling getting his RV towed. Oh, gosh. Or rather, I think it was like she she complained to the community and had like signs put up that said no 24 hour yeah. parking because she keeps blocking his driveway. Yeah. This was still when I was so overwhelmed by this episode that I wasn't taking great notes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's a fair point. Honestly, there's a lot to take in. The fact that you so expertly chronicled the dream sequence uh, makes up for it because I was I had no idea what to say about that. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, then Fernando comes down and immediately starts to leave. But Kimmy wants to know what he's up to. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. he's being super mm. not suspicious when he leaves the house which now i forget like there was a whole portion of the show where everybody was like fernando you don't live here yeah <laughs> so fernando lives here now yeah because i was like isn't that weird for him to just like well i get by everyone i have things to do today <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it is that weird. Fernando never has anything to do. Fernando doesn't have friends. 
But yeah, Fernando says he, you know, she asks, what are you up to? He says nothing. And then he has to go because he's going to be late for nothing. Yeah, he's going to be late <laughs> He's a nothing. very good liar. Very good liar. <laughs> Mark, I think it was you who put it so well to me at one point in our lives when you said, why are people in fiction so bad at lying? Like, it's it's not a hard thing to do, but anytime someone in a fictional setting has to lie, it's like, oh no! If I may put in my two cents on this matter, it's because it's funny. Hey, Zach, Zach, tell me a lie like you're a character on a sitcom. Zach, where have you been? Um, uh, s- s- stealing money from Harrison. <laughs> well, we've got to go over to Harrison's and take and clear this up. No, no, we can't. Go, we 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 can't go to Harrison's because why not? Uh, because uh, you, well, his his house his house his house is is it's being demolished. Uh, we, we can't go there because it doesn't Harrison's exist. Harrison's house <laughs> is being demolished. What did anybody tell me this? Harrison's right there, right now. Oh no! Zach, how could you lie to us? <laughs> So Ramona is gonna go to Mighty Mountain with Popko. So they've been uh, Robert Popko. They've been getting hot and heavy as two middle stores can be. And Kimmy is also super excited to go to Mighty Mountain. <laughs> yep. Oh god. <laughs> and then Ramona tells her, Well, I don't really want you there in person, but if you give me your credit card, it'll be like a piece of you is there with me. Totally. Again, Ramona's just a, a, a good character. Ramona's just I the really best. liked that line. That Ramona's was a the really best. good line. <laughs> she could be on a better show. Although <laughs> maybe, I don't know, maybe I do just genuinely love this show now. Who even knows <laughs> what it, what even happened to we've, us? We've done a podcast on two seasons of this show so far, Mark. Our yeah. feelings about this show were just cyclical. Like, every, yeah. every now and then they just yeah, flip that, around. I, I think that's probably the best way to describe it is we go between loving this show and it hating this show very quickly and very often. Yep. Yep. It's a violent love-hate love affair. <laughs> <laughs> it's this is this podcast is more of a social experiment than anything else. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> How much can the human mind take Fuller House? <laughs> the answer right now is like a lot. I'm I'm in, I'm enjoying myself. Oh yeah, for sure. But uh, Kimmy has some concerns about her little girl growing up, and they are not referenced for the rest of the episode. Nope. Mm. That's not resolved. Mm. Yeah, they never brought it up again, did they? No, they did not. Ramona brings up um, Mighty Mountain, but never her and Kimmy's relationship. That's so strange. It's a C plot. They forgot to finish. There's like 10 different plots to establish this episode. No, there's the, the the A plot, which is J money, and then there's the B plot, which is the Fernando thing. Or there's there's the A plot, which is just J money. There's the B plot, which is DJ and Matt. Oh, you're right. There's more. The I C forgot. plot, which is which is uh, Jimmy oh. and Steph, and also Fernando. Yep. And then there's Ramona. Oh yeah, there's there's a D plot. Okay, guys, this show has a lot of characters. Yeah, what is this? Some kind of a full house? <laughs> Some kind of a house full of people? Speaking of a lot of characters, they don't stop, and they introduce some new characters as well. You like that transition? Yeah, love it, love it. Because J Money goes to summer school, and he meets a girl. J Money's talking to a girl. What? And can I just say, 
she's a bit of a bad girl. She is. She's a bit of a bad girl. This is the episode where we meet Haley Steinfeld's evil twin, <laughs> Rocky. <laughs> Does Rocky have a last name, Zach? You're the one with IMDb. Uh, you know what? I'm going to look it up. You guys vamp for a bit. Well, she's Gia's kid, so she probably does have a last name, but it's not what she I remember. She's Gia's kid. Yeah, I don't remember Gia's last name either. I mean, the question is twofold. Does Rocky have a last name? Does Gia have a last name? Yeah, right. Ah, her name is Rocky Balboa. <laughs> 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 yes. I, yes. Uh, thank you, Tyler. Thank you. It's actually, according to the Fuller House wiki, uh, I don't even know. It's Mahan or M A H A N. Man, man. Could be Some, man. Rocky. Rocky, man. And that's also Gia's last name. <laughs> yes. Got it. <laughs> understand. Uh, I understand how that works. Um, it's. <laughs> this is a show about family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to say that yeah. when J Money first meets Rocky, he asks, like, are you a student? She says, like, no, I'm an undercover narc. And he immediately was like, okay, so you're a narc. Okay. I understand. <laughs> and and his his just immediate willingness to believe her warms my heart it's so adorable oh yeah love so it. sad we love our sad boy and she's so much she's so out of his lead but she likes yeah. him for some reason and it's so endearing <laughs> and then we get to maybe the best moment of the episode because she she introduces herself and says my name's rocky and he says my name's Jackson, but the ladies call me J-Money. J-Money? <laughs> J-Money is back! back. Return he's back, of the king. back! Return. We thought it was gone! The prodigal son has returned once yes, more yes, to yes, save yes, us yes. from... Uh, I don't even know what to save us from, but to save us from ourselves! The prodigal son, J-Money, has returned! This was oh. our reaction during the episode, because like, we thought it was gone. He started calling himself Action Jackson... I was, Chillax I thought it was Jackson. clinch. Yeah, I thought it was clinch because this episode, he says Chillax and Jackson. This episode has a joke about Action Jackson. Yeah, we thought he, he has a new nickname every Jay season, Money. but they save it. They save Jay Money. Saved it. Oh, I it's still here and it warms my heart. Guys, we were recording this the day after Christmas and this is a Christmas miracle. Yeah, I was going to say, it, it really does. It feels like a Christmas miracle. To, God know, bless the, us, yeah, everyone. To, you know, the three Jewish hosts of this podcast. <laughs> I cannot believe there was a time we thought we had imagined Jay Money, or at least I know, you two did. I forgot. I know. <laughs> no. Like, I know. We, were like, we were just like, did we, did we make this up? And then it happened, and we were like so happy, and then it happened again. What was this episode called? It was called, like, Best Summer Ever. It should have been yeah. called The Glorious Return of Jay the Money. The Glorious Return of Jay Money. <laughs> Return of the King. Return of the King. He's oh, come Fuller to House save us all. Of the king. He's come to bring us to salvation. He's gonna charge on Mordor with an army of the dead. Yes. <laughs> Into summer school. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, we don't get a lot of him, but it is a promising beginning when we see their teacher, and he is a very sad man. Oh yeah. Oh, yes. 
Not in a funny way. I think he might, he seems like a guy who might shoot himself in the middle of class. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like in a genuinely sad way. <laughs> what a dark image. Like, yeah. He was ready to crack. <laughs> what a dark image. Anyway, Jimmy is living in an RV in a Costco parking lot. <laughs> and they're talking to their good friend, the security guard. The good friend, their good friend security man. Their good friend, security man Morris. That's his name according to IMDb. Ah, security man Morris. Well, it's, 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 it's just Morris, but I added the security I man understand. part. So it's, I thought it sounded better. Yep, he's security man Morris. Jimmy is just ecstatic about all of the free samples he's getting at Costco. And then Morris gives him the bad news that Costco wants him out of their parking lot because he's not buying anything. <laughs> how rude how rude was yeah. that were you just saying that or was that a reference to full house <laughs> i think it started as me just saying it and then i realized wait a second i feel like sometimes it's genuinely hard to tell <laughs> i know sometimes that happens yeah I started peppering in cool, cool, cool for fun into my vernacular after I started watching Community, and it just became a thing that I say. Yeah. Can confirm. I, I will say that without realizing it. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, he, Jimmy's just like, what are we going to do? I'm, I'm homeless again. <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to do, Steph? You're dating a homeless man. Steph, your life's a mess. I'm homeless. <laughs> I'm homeless, Steph. What are we going to do? Uh, Jimmy's just not worried about it, though, because the universe always provides. The yeah. universe will provide. Oh, also, another thing that happens in this scene. Is I was going to say, yeah, go ahead. Out the window, Stephanie sees Fernando with a, a woman, a woman with two large ventis and also some coffee. Yeah, no, I think the whole joke, it, the whole joke is she keeps saying two grandes lattes. Yeah. Which she is holding two coffees, but also it's a reference uh, to her breasts. I, I don't know why she was so fixated on her breasts, but she was. Steph has some unresolved stuff. Apparently so. And they come to the conclusion, hey, Fernando's talking to another woman. Oh, he's hugging another woman. She must be dun, cheating dun, on Kimmy dun. Gibbler. Dun, dun, dun. And it was at this moment that Tyler said, okay, mother or sister? And I said, I may just be remembering an episode of Friends, but I'm going to say realtor because there's an episode of Friends where like Rachel and Phoebe see Chandler with another woman and it turns out it's their realtor and Monica and Chandler are buying a house. Um, so a part of me was like, maybe it's not that because, because friends did it. We're just making a bunch of references to other sitcoms today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. It is that. <laughs> and then meanwhile, in the C plot, uh, DJ and Matt are real upset because even though they work together, they don't have time to see each other and, and do sexy times with. Which might I just say, which is just false. Yeah. Yeah. It it's is. just false. They're together all the time. Yeah, like, yeah. It, the next thing we see of them is them working in the same room. Like, the other characters acknowledge how crazy this all is, right? It starts yeah. out with DJ being like, we never have any time together. And Steph is like, you work together. 
and he's here right now. <laughs> he's like, yeah, but we're going to be apart for so long. And he's like, bye, see you in 10 minutes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but we never see each other at work. We do different animals, but then they work in the same room. In the same room. Different ha- different animals in the same room. But yeah, once they're done doing their work and it's just them alone in this room, never mind the rabbit uh, that Matt just finished working with, uh, DJ decides to take off her, like, I, I want to say lab coat. I feel like that's yeah, it is a lab, lab terminology. No, no, it is. Okay. It is a lab The coat. lab coat. And she's got like a nice little sexy red dress underneath. Yeah. She's like, hey, Matt, look at me. And he does. And he's like, whoa. But she, but she still has her um, hair hairnet cap. Hairnet on. Wasn't exactly a net. It was yeah, a, cover it's like a, a shower cap. Right? Yeah, like a shower yeah. cap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a shower cap. She still has that on. So she's being real sexy, but she's not doing a very good job of it. <laughs> and then she plays music to set the mood and his wheels on the bus so she's trying to be sexy but she's not really doing such a great job of it i don't know what you're talking about my my sexy time music is always wheels on the bus oh yeah like if your sexy time playlist is not wheels on the bus repeated a hundred times and then one it's not unusual by tom jones i don't know (laughs) what to tell you <laughs> when you mentioned a sexy times playlist, I was going to ask you what's on your sexy times playlist. I just, I mean, <laughs> I know you just answered that, Harrison. What's on your sexy times? I playlist? feel like if it isn't the weekend, it's objectively wrong. Uh, so yeah, my, wheels the on the bus. There. The weekend. We said it's not unusual. That that's got to be there. What's new, pussy cat? Yeah. What's new, pussy cat? <laughs> Sunrise, sunset from Fiddler on the Roof. I feel like you oh, just yes. got to get some of that raw emotion in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tiny Tim, the uh, having a wonderful time song. <laughs> uh, Silent Night, the Christmas Carol. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Um, and then just, you know, the Three's Company theme song. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, she starts off the playlist with, you know, Wheels on the Bus, as all good sexy time playlists start off with. Uh, then she dares to change the song. <laughs> to something like smooth and subdued like what <laughs> yeah and and zach's erection is just gone <laughs> okay hold on a minute <laughs> I, you were doing the bit i thought it would be i was going to say me but i thought it would be funnier if i said you well hold on a minute there hold on hold on i mean listen you're not wrong but you didn't have to just come out and say it. <laughs> I'm sorry, okay? Is that what you want to hear? I accept your apology. I mean, come on. You gotta at least pretend that Zach's erection is able to maintain that change in music. It, it's true. not. I'm, I'm telling you right now, it's not. I'm really sorry. And he was moving yeah, on so, to a different topic. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so she changes it from Wheels on the Bus. Zach is as soft as can be. Okay. Um, and DJ starts doing this <laughs> sexy I think they strut. Get the point. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm laughing, which means I don't really regret it. I'm just going along with the bit, but wonderful. I'm glad you like the bit. Um, that's that's my Christmas present to you. The bit. Uh, yeah, the Christmas gift of explaining in graphic detail music direction. DJ starts uh, strutting towards Matt in a very unnatural manner. She's yeah. being sexy. And they're getting all, they're making out and it's hot. And then some lady walks in. 
Mrs. Hathaway with the cat. Harrison, I am shocked <laughs> that you remember that character's yeah. name. I also do want to bring up before the character, before the woman with the cat walks in, uh, they start kissing and DJ says, and I quote, bow chicka bow wow. Uh, that is important and I'm not even being sarcastic. It's, it's bad. Yeah. Um, but you know what? We follow up a bad thing with a good thing because the next thing, the next thing in my notes is after DJ gets home and Jackson's home too. Sorry. J money's home too. J money's home too. J money comes down the stairs. DJ asks him how his day was. He lifts his sweatshirt off of his head. He lifts his hood off his head and says, how do you think? And Jay Money has a cat face drawn on his face. <laughs> it's like a professional artist's angelical cat face, like that you would get at like cats, Disney World. Angelical, angelical, angelical cats. Musical bits. Yes. Jay Money comes out one, once a night to sing the song of Jay Money. <laughs> Jay Money, the sad boy cat. The cat. On the sad boy train. Anyway, uh, he tells DJ, yeah, I fell asleep in class and this mean kid Rocky drew on my face and now I look like a cat. And DJ's like, oh, well, I'm, I'm going to beat the shit out of this Rocky kid. She doesn't say that, but like... <laughs> <laughs> one more, one more question before. <laughs> that, was very good. that was very good. I, uh, I was ramping into a bit, but I, so I didn't even notice, and that just hit me. Because <laughs> um, I was gonna say before we get too far away from Catface, is the J Money's look better or worse than the way the characters look in Cats 2019? Oh, my initial reaction was it's about the same. I think it's better. Uh, uh, yeah, is there any question? <laughs> yeah, it looks, I think it looks way better. I mean, like, the cats and cats look bad, but in, like, a fun way. Like, they're bad, but in, like, a funny, like, so bad it's good way. You know? I don't know. I'm outvoted here. Yeah, you guys go is, on. But this is just a competently drawn cat yeah, face. Yeah, no, um, yeah, where were we? Zach had made a very good joke where DJ said yeah. she's gonna beat it's up a little said, kid. But you know what I mean. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's the tone. Um... DJ says, I'm going to take Rocky's fucking head off. And then all of a sudden there's a knock on the door. And then all of a sudden there's a knock on the door and DJ says, it's always open. And Rocky comes in and she, uh, this is the, really the first part of the show really, where we realize that Rocky is just a character that exists to say what the audience is thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. Because she walks in and she's immediately like, seriously, you, your door is always open. How have you not been murdered by now? Rocky said that line, and I just wrote down in my notes, Rocky is good. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Rocky is good. I like Rocky. Do you want to explain what your note after that was? Um, My note after that was, Jay Money is very good. He's very good. <laughs> uh, because, well, first Rocky shows up, Jay Money says, ah, Rocky, why are you here? Um, And that's what he sounds like. And DJ's like, wait, Rocky's a girl? Actually... Like I was, I want to give credit to this show because they didn't actually do Rocky's a girl. She says, no, like, you, yeah. yeah, she says, you're Rocky. You're the yeah. one who drew on my son's face. Yeah. They don't really do the whole, yeah, what? No, you're, you're Rocky's right, you're not right. a girl's name. So um, I want to give the show credit for that. I thought that was a neat touch and it didn't bog us down in a joke that 
one we've seen a million times yeah. and two the the gender politics of it yeah um but then but rocky's mom drove her here to apologize and guys who we ha- we mentioned who rocky's mom is earlier but who should show who should walk in but Academy Award winner Meryl Streep. <laughs> Yay! Meryl Streep is here. She's she's gonna win an Oscar for this. <laughs> My brain is melting. It's not Meryl Streep. It's Gia. It's, it's not Gia. Meryl Streep. Sadly, unfortunately, it's Gia. It would have been nice if it was Meryl Streep, but um, such is life. Gia. I forget exactly. Gia and DJ are very catty to each other. They do like the little thing where they like kiss each other on the cheek twice, yeah. but it's like from a distance, which is really what, you know, they were, tw- they were in 2020 before 2020. Yep. Yeah. If they were doing that now, I'd be like, that's, that's responsible social distancing. <laughs> yeah. We're recording this on one of the last days of 2020. We can still make those jokes. It was, um, but J money has some sort of, he shouts at them that like, he's done with all of this. He's done with summer, summer school and I'm out of here. And it's a very, I forget what the line is, but it's a very weird and dramatic line read. And then he runs up the stairs. Oh yeah. He yeah. says, I'm not okay. And so goodbye to you. And I'm quitting summer school. Goodbye. And he ro- runs off something like it's that. It's very dramatic. And that's when I wrote J money is very good. He's and I just good. want, I just want everyone to know those were two separate isolated notes without mm-hmm. thinking about it. I wrote Rocky is good. And then later, just because it's my brain, I wrote, oh, J Money is very good. And that just, you should know, sometimes those are what my notes are. Sometimes yeah. my notes are just, oh, I like this. This is, <laughs> Jimmy's a good character. Ramona's a good character. All these characters are good characters. Yeah. J Money storms off and Rocky again says what the audience is thinking and says, this kid should be in theater camp. Again, J Money's true calling, the theater. The theater. <laughs> he already has the makeup to be in Cats. Yes! Perfect for the camp production. Exactly. J Money really should... It's, it's a shame... Knowing where the show goes, and spoilers, kind of, it's a shame that J Money doesn't find his true calling as a theater kid. Yeah, that would have yeah. been hilarious. However, he, he definitely would have been like the, the stage hand guy. <laughs> yeah, stage crew. 100%. He'd be like the stage crew guy who like picks up a prop from on stage, runs off, trips and falls, and you can hear <laughs> all that shit happen backstage. Jay Money would be the stage hand guy who'd like pick up a prop and then take a step and it's just a rake and it hits him in the face <laughs> and takes another step and there's another rake. <laughs> and it's just all rakes and they keep hitting him in the face. I don't know why that would... <laughs> I don't know why that specifically was so funny to me. It's so good. It was. And one of the actors like breaks a leg or something. Like after J Money shouts, break a leg. And so he, he, being the only one who knows the lines, has to perform. Oh, speaking of breaking a leg, IMDb trivia again, it came up naturally. What can I say? Uh, So you might, you guys might have noticed uh, every time Steph appeared in this episode, she was like sitting down, her legs were hidden. And that's because shortly before filming for season three, uh, Jody Sweeten broke her left leg. So the oh, writers kind of like <laughs> cheated and had her like sit down wearing long dresses, like hiding the leg. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, that's that's what they do when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's just like the most interesting thing left because it's just like, oh, it's the first appearance of Rocky and the 16th appearance of Matt. 
I don't know why <laughs> IMDb Trivia tracks the total appearances of Matt. What? But it does. But it's 16. It does. It says specifically. No, I can show you right here on our video Discord call. No, it says I 16 appearances of Dr. Harmon. Do you guys think it's a glorified troll like us who's just going through all of the IMDb pages putting blank appearance of Dr. Matt Harmon, blank appearance of Dr. Matt Harmon? I hope so, but it should have been Steve. No, Harrison, this is important information. And I did just want to say my build on the joke. J Money has to take over the role. He's Romeo now. He jumps on stage. He steps on a rake and hits him in the face. <laughs> it's just like it's just like a running joke throughout the. Episode. There are a lot of rakes. Of, there are a bunch of rakes all over the place. There's just a bunch of poorly placed rakes throughout it's, the stage. It's it's that scene from The Simpsons, but made into an entire episode. It's oh the same God. rake every time. <laughs> yes, the the rake just hates J Money. <laughs> <laughs> um but but uh dj goes to j money's room and i forget most of the conversation but she basically tells him you know i know it's hard but you got to go to summer school that's just the way it is and j money is like okay um which didn't feel like there were eight minutes left in the episode so i was expecting more of a resolution to this plot line than oh I guess Jay Money's in summer school. He didn't want at the beginning of the episode. He didn't want to be in summer school, and now he's just in summer school, and he that's just the episode. Reluctantly yeah. agrees to go to summer school. Yep. I thought maybe this would be the episode where he breaks up with Lola, so that he would be like, "Well, I guess my perfect summer is ruined anyway." But and then he nope. meets Rocky or yeah, something. Yeah, but instead, and then he meets no, Rocky, no. and he's immediately like, "Rocky, step on me." <laughs> That's what the relationship becomes. It's what it becomes. It's very good. Rocky is a great foil to J Money. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. J Money needed Rocky at this point in his life. I wonder if it was because, like, they envisioned him as a bad boy. But now he's just a sad boy. So he, she is everything he wanted to be in the beginning of the show. <laughs> yes, exactly. This is yeah. the episode where we look too deeply into the symbolism of Fuller House. <laughs> yeah, look, look, let's move from one. Let's move from one of our favorite sad boys to another, because they also wrap up the Fernando plot. That's right. Jimmy and Steph come in to tell Kimmy, "Hey, we need to tell you something." Or, well, no, Steph tells Jimmy that he needs to tell her, but Jimmy's just really bad with confrontation. He does, like, the whole, ah, la, la, I can't hear you. You can't tell me to confront somebody if I can't hear you telling me to do it. This is early in the episode when they're in the RV. Yeah, and, and then I think yeah. I think he basically says to Kimmy, I have some bad news. It's about Fernando cheating on you. Steph will tell you about it, and then he leaves. Yeah. Um, and then Fernando walks in with the realtor, um, says, we have a huge announcement. And then he says, and I want to say, I love this woman. Points to the realtor. <laughs> uh, so Kimmy, with the in- pretty reasonable with for the information she's been given, yeah, uh, throws lemonade in Fernando's face, then into the realtor's face uh, before they can go, she's a realtor. Like that episode of Friends. <laughs> like in that episode of Friends where this same thing happened. And then this is, and then I immediately, it's, I thought I got the step and I was immediately chanting like, throw it on yourself. Throw it on yourself. And then she did and Zach was right. Zach was right. Zach was right. Woo. Zach made some really stellar predictions this episode. Yeah. Mark is rubbing off on me. 
I don't need you to rephrase that at all. Um, <laughs> well, I, I didn't mean it in that manner, but if you're just going to fucking make everything about me sexual today, then we're just going to go with it. Yeah, you're, you're... Zach, do you have a problem with us objectifying you this episode? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Zach, Zach, I know you doubt yourself, but you're sexy. I just want you oh, to repeat well, that to yourself. You. Yeah. Thank you. I respectfully disagree. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the the realtor immediately forgives Kimmy, telling her, it's all right, I've been shot four times. <laughs> yeah. Can we just talk about that line for a second? Because they yeah. just move right past it. It's like yeah. a throwaway line, but it's like, no, 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 no. You can't just say that and then leave. Yeah, th- this character is too specific and highly like, well-characterized for it to be just a yeah, one-off. She- she well, shares she her names. Yeah, she's like, I forget what her first name is, but she says, she gives them her card like, and says like... Like a Debbie Gold or something like yeah, that? Yeah, Debbie Gold, everything I touch turns to sold. And it's like, you, yeah. can't, you can't characterize a character and give them a catchphrase and then never revisit them. You can't just have a character, have her say a catchphrase and then walk off into the sunset never to be seen again. Yeah, have her say her full name and a catchphrase and disappear from our lives. But guys, big news... Fernando bought the old Giebler house. The Giebler house? The Giebler yes, house. the Giebler house. They do a whole bit where both Kimmy and Jimmy say it like Fernando says it with an accent and the captions say with Spanish accent. Is it just me or did they do it too slowly? Where they're like, the, the Giebler house? house? Yeah, yeah. I wonder why you got the Giebler house, dot, dot, dot. They really stretched it out. Yeah. Um... Jimmy does have a good line in this where he says, have I been pronouncing my last name wrong all these years? I was going to bring that up if you didn't. Yeah. Um, Fernando has bought the house next door, which like big move buying a house without telling your wife. Yeah. He bought a house for himself, Kimmy and Ramona to move into next door. And to be fair, it's next door to where she lives and it's where she grew up. So like. It's not like he's springing. I mean, he's springing a lot on her, but it's not like he's like, I brought this house across town. But she says, I made a promise to DJ to be in her she-wolf pack. So I shall stay here with the she-wolves. And then Fernando, and then there's a wonderful moment where uh, Fernando says, well, what am I going to do? I'm not going to leave this house without a Gibbler in my arms. And then Jimmy just runs up and Fernando catches him bridal style, and it is chef's kiss wonderful. It was beautiful. Jimmy leaps into beautiful. Fernando's arms because the universe provides. It does. And the universe hath provided. The bounteous gift of a handsome Latin man. Mm-hmm. And then Matt walks in and is like, what the fuck is going on here? And then uh, he wants to talk to DJ, so they pour aside, and they're like, oh, we're going to wrap up the last of these main plot points. Which really, this one's like the most anticlimactic. Uh, but Matt says, I love you. I felt like the J-Money plot was pretty anticlimactic. It was just kind of like, I know. Yeah, that's actually, yeah, no, you've got a point. Well, I feel like there's the least amount to talk about for this one. There's the least amount of, there's not a lot of to do for this one. But at least it does have a climax in that Matt tells DJ, I love you for the first time. Yeah. And DJ tells Matt, I love you too. And they just love each other and they're in love and the episode ends. And then Yay! they kiss. And then I said, they're going to kiss. They're going to pull apart. DJ's going to say, bow chicka, bow wow. They're going to kiss again. They're going to fade to black. That's what I thought they were going to do. What happens is they do it. 
They part. They say something else. I forget what it was. I think DJ just says, like, we're in love. Oh, yeah. She says, like, oh, my Lanta, we're in love. And then they kiss again. She says that. And I'm immediately like, thank God Zach was wrong on this one. Zach did not want to be right. And then they kiss again. And they part. And then DJ says, vow chicka bow. <laughs> oh, and I responded with, Zach was right. And he fucking hates it. <laughs> I do appreciate that you've adopted my thing of saying of saying in the third person I was right when you yeah. predict something correctly. It's a good bit. I had to, you know, hop on the bandwagon. And Zach was right. Zach was right. right. I did Zach did not want to be right. And that's the episode and I want I feel like we should get to sad boy before Tyler kills us. Yes, <laughs> let's get to everyone's favorite segment. My favorite and yours. Season 3 of Sad Boy of the Week. Let's go. I feel like there's a lot Woo! to talk about this time. There's a lot to talk about, but I think there's only one champion, right? Am I am I correct in this assumption? There's only one winner. I I don't think it, I don't think I have a standout. But if you wanna if you wanna plead your case, then go for it. I was gonna say J Money. I f- I was feeling a J Money. I was wondering if it's just that like he's so sad. He's very sad in this he's episode. He's very sad. He's very. Yeah, I was gonna sad. say I was like. Oh, wait, we also totally didn't mention at the beginning of the episode where Steve comes in for like two seconds to tell everyone he's getting married in Japan. Yep. Steve's getting married in Japan, which will be important later. At the end of summer. Yeah, him and CJ walk in, say they're getting married at the end of summer in Japan, and then walk out and it's never mentioned again. What a strange (laughs) E-plot. I only remembered it. Because in my mind, I was like, let's see, let's talk about like, let's think about like our other main sad boys. Like, what did they do this episode? And I thought about Steve and I was like, what did Steve do? Because he showed up in the beginning and he showed up for like two seconds and never again. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think Steve is a sad boy this episode. He's not. I agree. Yeah. But I think there's J Money. I think there's, I think a case could be made for Fernando. I think a case could be made for Jimmy as well. And I think a case could be made for Jimmy I think those are our saddest boys. Yes. Do you want to just quickly run through one by one? I will quickly run through one by one. Jay Money is so looking forward to being Chillax and Jackson this summer. And uh-oh, his mom didn't tell him that he has summer school. He goes <laughs> to summer school. The cool rebel girl immediately makes a joke about being an undercover narc. And he immediately believes her. <laughs> J Money falls in, he shares that his name is J Money don't want to brush over that he's keeping the J Money train going J Money 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 we're not like this with any other phrase I don't say anything else like that but J Money I will <laughs> shout to my heart's content in that voice he falls asleep during class she draws a cat face on his face which I don't think he really gets off for the rest of the episode. It's just there for the rest of the episode. Yeah, it's still there the last time we see him. I'm pretty sure. It's there during his dramatic scene with DJ where they make up and the storyline is ended. He goes back home with his cat face. His tormentor returns and friggin' roasts his family's policy on keeping the door open. He runs away to his room has a heart to heart with his mom. And instead of his mom admitting, hey, maybe it was wrong of me to keep this from you until the very last second, he just says, okay, fine. I guess I'm in summer school. 
I don't, she doesn't even say that. Like, there's some sort of reconciliation, and he's, like, excited, and then says, wait, I still have to go to summer school, don't I? And she's like, yep. <laughs> and that's how it ends, and that's his lot in life, cat face in summer school. Mm-hmm. Fernando? Fernando, <laughs> Fernando is sneaking around behind his wife's back. He's bad at lying. I, uh, I'm going to be late for my nothing. Um, he comes back with the realtor with... Uh, Grandes Lattes mm-hmm. um, announces he loves this woman, gets gets lemonade thrown in his face, then shares the good news that he bought the home next door that he and his family can move in. He can finally have his family, but they'll still be close. It's perfect. They don't have to live in someone else's house now, but they'll all still be together with their friends and Kimmy says, no, I will choose not to live with I my fiance. I will choose not to live with my fiance. And instead with my two childhood friends. <laughs> yes. And and Fernando says, well, now what am I going to do? What Gibbler am I going to live with? And Jimmy Gibbler fucking leaps into his arms. <laughs> and Fernando is now stuck with this man he does not want to live with. But he's family. He did, in fact, leave with a Gibbler in his arms. He left with a Gibbler in his arms. Indeed, he did. You made a much better case for Fernando than I yeah. than I thought of. And then uh, finally, Jimmy. Jimmy, his his R- he can't park his RV anywhere. Jimmy is homeless. <laughs> Jimmy is homeless. He's, he has he lives in his RV, but he doesn't know where to park it. Everywhere is turning him away. His sister, he thinks his sister's being cheated on and he doesn't have the guts to tell her face to face. He pushes it off onto his girlfriend. Um, but yeah, then in the end, he he gets a sweet place to live with Fernando. Yeah, win-win. Oh, yeah. win. Exactly. Fernando gets a roommate. Jimmy gets a place to live. All right, guys, I think I, w- I want to suggest something. It's the first episode of season three. Big deal. I'm suggesting for this time... At least for this once, we all vote at the same time. I'll count down from three. We'll all say our we'll, we will all say our vote at the Wait, same just, time. Wait, just give me one second like to think about yeah. it. I mean, I know who I'm voting for. I'm I'm torn between two of them. I am also torn, but I think I'm less torn, so I think I know who I'm gonna say. Okay. I, go, go ahead. You guys good? All right. On all right. Yeah. I'm gonna say three, two, one, and then we're gonna go. Okay. Yeah. Three, two, one. J Money. <laughs> that was the bit we were all gonna yell J Money in unison. That was the, that was the plan. Anyways, I'm assuming that was three of us. I, I I honestly didn't know. Like I we you didn't do the nod thing. I didn't know that was the plan. That just happened. Oh, well, I made. I mean, I, I made the plan in my head, and I was hoping we would all yell. But it, it's fine. It's okay. fine. It's fine. I didn't shout it. It's 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 I fine. I didn't shout it, but we all said J Money, which is what mattered. Yes. Which guys, big news <laughs> with this sad boy of the week win, J Money is now in sole possession of first place on our sad boy of the week leaderboard. We are starting out season three with a bang, ladies and gentlemen. Jay Money on top this of the charts. This is beautiful. You love to see it, folks. You love to, <laughs> you love to see it. You love to oh see it. Oh my god. Uh, but oh, this yeah. is wonderful. All right, Zach, take us home. It's, it's truly a wonderful time for us all. And uh, yeah, that's going to do it for uh, this episode of the Forest House podcast. If you like what you heard here, you can like our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Fullest House Pod. Once again, I'm Zach Horowitz. I'm Mark Green.
And I'm Harrison Bloom. And until next time, may your houses be fuller, and may your J's be money. He's back, you guys. I am so excited. He's back! He's back!